So, you know, Adam, it's uh, been very controversial that uh, Qatar is not allowing beer sales. You know, yeah, that's right. That's right. So they, they decided to ban alcohol. And Budweiser, of course, was one of the big sponsors of the World Cup. Of course. Mm-hmm. So Budweiser announced what they're going to do with that beer that they can't sell. Have you heard about this? No, I haven't. They have decided to ship all the unsold Budweisers to the country that wins the tournament. The company wow. decided in a tweet. Yeah. So hopefully it's not Morocco, um, <laughs> which doesn't allow <laughs> doesn't allow drinking. Um, I yeah. think, and I think is the only one still left. Um, anyway, the company said in a tweet that uh, they want to bring the celebration from the FIFA World Cup stadiums to the winning country's fans. They will host the ultimate championship celebration for the winning country because the winning fans, they've taken the world. <laughs> so that's... Uh, and, and they deserve it. That's making lemons, or making lemonade out of lemons uh, for right. Anheuser-Busch. So... Uh, Congratulations to the winning country in advance. And I think the Germans are going, whew, dodged a bullet there. Budweiser? Yeah. All right. The following is a Tony Lozano podcast, an Opie show on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. This is Free Kicks. And now, Free Kicks. Free Kicks. With Illinois Youth Soccer Association's Director of Coaching, Adam Howarth and Rick Kemper. So I've kind of been getting some some heat about the German team. No, really? <laughs> yes. No, not I don't know at if all. you know about this because the heat's coming from you, pal. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, it, uh, it was a disappointing World Cup, but once again for the Germans. And they were knocked out in the opening round. And I don't know if you saw this, but the beginning of the uh, World Cup tournament, the Germans came out for a picture and they covered their mouths. In yeah, solidarity right. of you know, uh, you know, not being uh, censored. And after the Germans were knocked out, this is a true story. Qatar TV or Qatar TV made an ad mocking the Germans, where they went mm-hmm. to all the emirs and stuff at, with pictures of them covering their mouths, like "See you later, yeah. goodbye." Real classy. Yeah. Yeah, I, I I feel bad because unfortunately there's just too too many jokes flying around for Germany being knocked out, <laughs> and it's 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 well deserved. I mean, I'll be honest with you, and uh, because they've been so good for so many years, and uh, it's sad to see how they've kind of struggled. Obviously, the last couple of World Cups, not getting out to getting out of the group stages, but uh, as an Englishman, as an American. Super glad that uh, my two countries have done so well. So you know, you it is uh, it is funny how nobody roots for the Germans. <laughs> it's like a, <laughs> it's been hundreds of years of nobody rooting for the Germans, uh, except yeah. the Germans themselves. Uh, but yeah. anyway, let's let's get into our World Cup report from around the world and into your cup. This is the World Cup report on Free Kicks. So you know that we got down to the final sixteen since our last broadcast, and then we've we've whittled it away. Now we'll be down to the yeah. final eight at the end of today. And mm-hmm. what I thought was kind of cool uh, of the final sixteen, every continent other than Antarctica was <laughs> represented in the uh, in the final sixteen. You had a North American yeah. team, which was USA, which is now gone. Yeah, 
Yeah, the two mm-hmm. South American teams, Brazil and Argentina. Uh, Europe, of course, always dominates. They have, I think they had eight teams out of the final 16. Africa yeah. had two. Asia had two. Those, they're both gone now. And yeah. the Australian team uh, is also gone now. But right. very nice representation, don't you think? Yeah, that's that was a pretty cool statistic you found there. Not too many people have spoken about that. Yeah, it's 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 nice to see that it, it truly is a World Cup, and exactly. uh, that's what it's all that's what it's all about. So you sent me a link this week um, with stats yeah. uh, about these games, and it kind of made my head hurt. Um, oh man, yeah. <laughs> I just opened one of them. It, it had fifty three pages of information <laughs> on, on one game. <laughs> I know it was mind blowing. I was in in our uh, coach educator developer group with U.S. Soccer. One of the developers sent that into our group, and uh, my goodness, the statistics are mind blowing. Uh, I sent it to a couple of other friends of mine as well, and uh, they they love that stuff. So they just lap all that, but it basically pinpoints everything that that the teams did, what they didn't do. Uh, I always go to the set plays. That's always my big thing. Right. Um, and it was interesting to kind of see how they do um, and how poorly they did in some of the areas as well. So, yeah, it's uh, – but after every game – and I'll post this link in there. It's under fifatrainingcenter.com. But uh, if you want really detailed analysis, that's the place to go. Yes, not here. Um, <laughs> well, let's hey, do. Come on, let's come do on. a little. Let's do a little analysis because uh, uh, obviously, in this country, the USA is the uh, that's the team that we were watching. They they did yeah. they did qualify out of the group stage. Uh, yep. They faced a, a Netherlands team, which I think we can just safely say was a better team. But uh, when you look at the stats, you were just talking about set go. plays. I mean, mm-hmm. that's one thing. The USA was never dangerous on any of their set plays. Right, exactly. And I'm looking at it right now, looking at how many total set plays they had. They had 36 chances, which was quite amazing when you think about it, yeah. compared to what uh, Netherlands had, which was only 28. Yeah. So they had more chances to get balls into the box. They had 10 total free kicks to eight. I mean, fairly even, even on corners. But this was an area that we talked about was a concern. We just never looked like we were going to score off corners. Uh, and uh, it was it was just one of those weird ones where we, we could have done better, I think. I think we could have definitely scored one or two goals, as many corners as we had, even against England as well. Well, I mean, it, it honestly shows you how close we are. Yeah, to, to yeah. getting to that next level. I mean, the, this USA team had control of every game. Mm-hmm. They they uh, had the ball more in every game. They were they just looked like a very solid team. They just don't have mm-hmm. that number nine up front yeah. to knock in the goals. Yeah. yeah, you're absolutely right, and I don't think that's the areas that they're going to have to look at. And I, I I've listened to a lot of people talking about it after the game. And I would definitely go in agreement with a lot of people. 2026 USA semifinals, semifinals at least. Yeah. I think with everybody coming back, our job is to find a number nine, potentially maybe another center back as well. 
that could potentially kind of help out. But those are the two main areas. Everybody else is back. I mean, we're young. I mean, that's the nice thing about it. We're a very young team. So we've got a lot of players coming back. We're hosting the tournament. We should have a really good run. If we get if we don't get through the group stages, that's going to be a major disappointment. Yeah. Um, and, and the other thing too is it's you know we can't say oh every World Cup after this we're going to be semifinals because it just doesn't work like that. Because right, it doesn't. You you can you I mean look at Germany exactly <laughs> or Belgium. But, <laughs> well, you know. Yeah, exactly. Belgium they've done well. They were great for a while, and then they're not as good. So it's cyclical in that respect. There's going to be cycles where you've got a lot of good players. England is the same way. You can look at some of the others now. Brazil might be in a slightly different category about <laughs> yeah. being good every single time. Right. But I think there's no reason why we planted the seed here for this U.S. national team to have a really good run at the World Cup in 2026. Yeah, I agree. And and we have uh, you know all of those players coming back. I mean, maybe not. Yeah. To, you know the the I think uh, one of the center backs is in his thirties. Um, but but most of the team uh, will. Yeah, be Tim Reed. Yeah, yeah, Tim Reed. Yeah. Yes. Um, you know, Pulisic will be twenty seven. McKinney will be twenty seven. Yeah. Right in the that is the prime years of their career. So exactly, exactly. So it is looking good. Um, and you know there was news uh, for further USA news, and that was that uh, um, Lionel Messi, Messi may be coming to America, uh, right, uh, to play for Miami. And Argentina did uh, knock off Australia, and they are now in the final eight. And mm-hmm. wouldn't it be something if uh, we could get him naturalized? And uh, <laughs> 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 he said he's going to retire from the Argentina team. Yeah, yeah let's throw him up there. You know, how bad can yeah. it be? <laughs> yeah, it wouldn't be bad. I guess he wouldn't be a bad addition. Uh, he'll be 30, 39 years old by that time, but that's all right. Yeah, I'll take him. Um, yeah. So, Netherlands-Argentina. Let's talk about that game because that could be uh, quite a game. Cool. Wow, what a game that's going to be. Um, I, I'll be honest with you. I don't think either one of those teams is going to win the World Cup. I think yeah. both teams have struggled a little bit in terms of their play. You know, um, Argentina really struggled against Australia, to be fair, they to did. get through. Um, and Australia put up a great fight. Uh, and obviously, Holland was clinical in their finishing against the U.S., but again, haven't been great in the group stages either. Um, you know, they won two, drew one, but nothing nothing fantastic. So I think it's a, it's a pick em in terms of a game. I think they're both in the similar spots. I, I think whoever wins that's going to lose in the semifinal because they've got a certain team coming up against them potentially in the semifinal. Yeah, and that team would be France. Uh, France no, Brazil. Uh, <laughs> Brazil. Oh, no, that's right. No, that's right. <laughs> yeah. um, so France um, and uh, France has beaten Poland. Uh, they're in the yeah. final eight. England beat Senegal. They're in the final eight. Uh, but France yeah. and England are facing each other this weekend. That is is going to be an incredible game. That's going to be a game definitely to watch um, just because they're both playing so well. Yes. And that's why I would say I would probably lean against the Holland-Germany, uh, sorry, Holland-Argentina uh, game just because they're not playing as well. But these two teams, England and France, are in top form, scoring lots of goals, You know, boasting the top goal scorers. They're boasting the top goals. 
this could be a shootout, and I think that's going to be really, really exciting. And both have been a little shaky on the defensive end. Yeah, I think so. Um, I mean, to be fair to England, they've they've had a couple of shutouts, so which yeah. hasn't been bad. Uh, they've done okay. They conceded the two against uh, Iran there, but uh, they've been pretty solid. Obviously, scoring lots of goals, but really, it's going to boil down to one thing: Can yeah. Kyle Walker stop Kylian Mbappe yes. on the left-hand side? That's what if I was going to say. If that's neutralized, I think it's going to be that's going to be the big difference. I've even heard people say, "Well, England's got so many good right backs. Let's play them all and put them on that one side, and then that way he <laughs> won't get the ball." Put put Trent, Trent, Kyle. Kieran Trippier, let's put them all on that side, and then that way we just kind of smother him, and yeah. we'll be in good shape. And then Olivia Giroud <laughs> scores four goals. Oh my, exactly. <laughs> That's right. Former Chelsea player, absolutely That's banging true. him in. All-time leading scorer for France. That's How the about crazy that? Thing, yeah? yeah. Well, that's a game that I am not going to miss. I cannot wait for it. Yeah, um, it's going to be a good one. You talked about uh, Brazil. Uh, Brazil yeah. looks like. They cannot be beaten. I, I feel like Croatia, uh, who won the the penalty kicks uh, versus yeah. Japan this week, uh, where they were so excited and then they got off the field and they're like, who's next? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, Brazil was in cruise control, 4 nothing up at halftime against a good South Korea team with Sun up top who just was like, those guys. I mean, I, I think his interview afterwards was, they're really good. I yeah. mean, there's no question. We we just could not stop them. Um, Croatia, I think, realistically, it ends there. Congrats. Great great run with, a, with an aging team to get to the quarterfinals again. They've been very consistent when you look at yeah. their World Cup journeys over the last, you know, two or three World Cups. So you can't complain. Getting to a final, obviously – uh, semi-finals, really, really good. But yeah, this Brazil team has got everything, as we talked about. You could probably put their second team in and they could be in the quarterfinals as well. Yeah, but they've done this before. Let's let's yeah. remember this. The Brazil team has always looked like they were unstoppable at certain points of every World Cup and they haven't won it in 20 years. Right, that's right. Well... Maybe that's the hope when England plays them in the final. Well, we shall see. <laughs> so you really think England's going to beat France? Honest, it's honestly. Tough, it's it's a tough call. I think they've got a great shot. I think they really do. I think it's it's Kylian Mbappe. Yeah. Kylian Mbappe is the difference. If he plays well and he's playing extremely well, then France wins. But I think every other player England's better at. I think they've got better players everywhere else. They just don't have Kylian Mbappe. Okay. You know what? I, I can actually agree with you there. Uh, that sounds mm-hmm. about right. Uh, the other games are happening today as we're taping, so we don't know who's yeah. going to be the final, the seventh and the eighth team between Morocco, Spain, Portugal, and Switzerland. But any of those four teams really scare you as potential uh, World Cup winners? Well, Spain, I think, is there. I mean, they've obviously been a little bit up and down in the group stages. Um, You know, they actually came in second in the group, you know, coming out. So, uh, and so they're playing a Morocco team that won the group. Uh, So, 
hard to say if 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 Spain can go on. I just don't know if they've got everything that they need. Portugal is very good. I just think there's a little bit of dissension with the whole Ronaldo thing. If he's playing, if he's not playing, that might deter things. Switzerland, solid team, but not going to do it. I think whoever wins the England-France game is going to be in the final against, I think, Brazil. Yeah. Um, and and I don't know, I don't know if you saw this, but um, I all of the people in the Illinois Youth Soccer Office predicted who would be playing in the final, and I did say England versus Brazil. I'm just saying. <laughs> did you really? I all did. Right. I did. Yeah. So there you go. But uh, we'll see. Okay. Well, um, yes, we will see. And in the meantime, uh, there's something else that we need to talk about as far as this World Cup goes, and here it is. This is the World Cup Report. The World Cup Report on Free Kicks. This is actually the World Cup Fashion Report on Free Kicks. Yes. Because we yes. do have a fashion critic as part of our show. His name is Todd mm-hmm. Fritz Schneider. And <laughs> I asked him to uh, take a look at all the the kits that were being used by the various yep. different teams. And when they get knocked out, if he would like to dance on their graves a little bit for us, um, we'd like that. And so he has picked out his two, well, his four least favorite teams in terms of their kits and why he does not like them. Okay. You ready? All right. Yeah, um, sure. Belgium. All right. Their, mm-hmm. their home and away kits. Here's what he wrote. Flames? Really? I get it. You're the Red Devils, but the Flames scream Ricky Bobby, not Kevin De Bruyne. Red, black, and yellow are difficult color combinations to incorporate, but you don't see Germany feeling like this. And the away kit, this is not a lie, was inspired in collaboration with Tomorrowland, a Belgian electronic dance music festival. That's EDM for you kids out there. I would have preferred it if they just put a picture of Willy Wonka on the front and called it a day. Okay. Wow. Yes. Okay. South Korea. Now, this is just the away kit for South Korea. All right? Okay. The 2022 South Korea away kit is what you get when you cross Jackson Pollock with Suda, the painting elephant from Thailand. Actually, that's not fair. Suda is really talented. When Tottenham and South Korea superstar talisman Sun Young Min uh, attended uh, the kit reveal, he asked out loud whether he could just play in the home games. That's how ugly this is. (laughs) That's funny. All right, I have a few more. We'll save them uh, for a little bit later in the show. But first, right now, we need to tell you that Free Kicks is brought to you by the Illinois Youth Soccer Association. Illinois Youth Soccer is proudly serving the Illinois soccer community since 1975 and has a strong history of credibility. Illinois Youth Soccer is a non-profit corporation, official state association, and charter member of the U.S. Soccer Federation, charter member of the U.S. Youth Soccer, and administers U.S. Soccer Federation coaching programs, the Olympic Development Program, and Federation U.S. Soccer Federation referee programs. For more information, go to IllinoisYouthSoccer.org. Okay, it's time for your favorite part of the show. Time now to guess the Premier League star. And we're going to do it a little bit differently uh, this uh, time. Uh, It's still the Premier League star, but during the World Cup, we're only choosing Premier League players that also are still in the World Cup. Now there are only eight teams left. It'll be on one, one of those eight teams. All right. All right. 
Uh, this uh, week's Premier League star is 31 years old, so he has been around for quite a while. He's played professionally in three different countries. One is his home country, which he is currently representing in the World Cup. The second one is Scotland. And the third one is England. Okay. He's represented all of those countries? Uh, that's where... No. Oh, he's played in those countries. He's played sorry. professionally in those countries. Sorry, I, I misheard you. Sorry, that's I apologize. Okay. Uh, he's currently playing for his second Premier League team. Okay. The, the I other? think I, I'm gonna. I think I know it. You're kidding. Okay. No, I think I do. Who is it? Is he? Is he a defender? Yes. Plays for Holland. Yes. Is it Mr. Virgil Van Dyke? Wow, that's very. Was it Scotland? Was that the tip off? Yeah, it was the Celtic. Uh, Celtic thing. People don't necessarily know it always that he played for Celtic for a short period of time. Yeah, so. Uh, that kind of when I when I saw those different and then just a couple of couple of teams, yeah, that was what uh, took it over the edge. Wow. There you go. Had, That's got to be a world had, record for me for that one, without question. I had like seven more clues for you. Well, that's very impressive. I I I, I tip my cap to thee. Uh, it's time for another World Cup report. This is the World Cup report. The World Cup report on free kicks. And again. The World Cup Fashion Report. <laughs> okay, a couple more, uh, a couple more notes here from Todd Fritz Schneider. Yeah, um, he is going to dance on the Mexico kit. All right, the oh uh, yeah, the, yeah, the yeah. 2022 away kit. And here's what he writes: the cream color with heavy red stitches looks too much like every Nana's embroidery project that comes with two matching pot holders. <laughs> wow, <Yeah>. wow, <laughs> Denmark's. Home and away kits. Denmark, another team that disappointed in this World Cup. They did not advance. Mm. Yeah. This poor effort harkens back to the 60s when teams had no design in their kits at all, just solid colors, like in 66 when England allegedly won it at Wembley in their home reds. Allegedly? It was true. <laughs> I don't what, know what he's thinking about. That's what he says. I, you know, I would totally disagree with that. Yeah. Uh, the good news is that if Denmark should need a third kit, they can just mix the home and the away kits in the wash and take the pitch in pink. Because they have one red and one white. So that's yeah. his uh, that's his uh, review of the yeah. the worst kits of this uh, this World Cup. And I think those those countries are going to be very upset with him. Yeah, I'd but be if, I'd be interested on in his thoughts on the USA kits. Because uh, that definitely got a lot of, uh, you know, dubious uh, claims about being pretty bad. And, and the away shirt was fairly good, but the home shirt maybe not so so nice. So I'd be interested again in his thoughts. So maybe, Todd, you could pop us a note, let us know what he thinks of the USA kit. Which one was the uh, was the home kit, the, the blue or the white? The home kit was the white one, yeah. just had the big badge in the middle. Yeah, I didn't um, like that. Just one. wasn't. It wasn't very. I like the I like the blue one. Yeah, I, I did think too. that was sharp. Yeah, that was sharp, but the, the home kit was not quite as well received. So okay. it happens. All right. Well, we're in the middle of the World Cup, but uh, it it's basically television on every day. But it doesn't mean that uh, we can't still do this. Now, time for Adam's weekend soccer TV tip. All right. Uh, we've talked about the games. Uh, which is the yeah. which is the 
premier matchup here in the uh, in the final eight. Yeah, so I, 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 there's so many games here. Obviously, you want to watch. I mean, um, you know, I was I was going to even look at the Chelsea friendly against the Qatari team that they're playing and in Abu Dhabi, but I, <laughs> they've got some players over there. But I I don't know. If too many people are going to be watching that. But yeah. I did see Reese James. I think Reece even James the, was the Chelsea people won't even be watching that. <laughs> exactly, but. Um, I, I think it's just really for for me one game, and not be just because I'm English American, uh, but this is just going to be a flat out shootout. I think I think this could be like four to three or something. This could be history in the making. This will be, I would argue, one of the best games ever in the World Cup. Wow, that's high praise. England versus France. Whoever wins this will get to the final. They'll play Brazil, and then whew, anything can happen. It really can. So, but I think this is going to be a really, really good game. Want to see how the the three lines do against Le Bleu. Um Hopefully, an England win, which would be great. Now, here's the great thing: if England wins and the semi final, they get to the semi final. We have our coaches' connection. And uh, we're going to be watching that game live right after our coaches' connection in the office. We have a free lunch for those people who do attend, sponsored by Sprocket Sports, who are going to be coming in to talk to some of our coaches. So if you want to watch England, fingers crossed that they'll be in the semifinal uh, a week from Wednesday. That'll be great, December the 14th, 11 a.m. Get yourself a free lunch. Well, there aren't many... uh... There aren't many English coaches, though, over here. No, that, I mean, there might be only a few of us there. That's true. Well, <laughs> <laughs> you know, true. I must say, I don't think I've ever run into a French coach here in America. Have you? I have. There's one particular French coach who did one of the courses with me. He's the only one that I've ever worked with. Uh, Sebastian. What a, you know, so kind of a German. Isn't that kind of a German name, I think? But, um, uh, but yeah, super, super nice guy. Uh, so I don't know if he'll show up. He might be. Uh, he might be the only Frenchman if the French are in. But I'm so. guessing his last name is not Schweinsteiger. <laughs> no, it's not. No, <laughs> it's not. Okay. Well, uh, that sounds like fun. Uh, Free Kicks is brought to you by Green White Soccer Club. 65 years of soccer excellence. Green White provides a a great travel program for kids of all ages, led by former World Cup player and coach Mustafa Edders. Go to greenwhitesoccer.org. All right, we have some people to thank for this show, our special World Cup edition. Uh, special thanks to our executive producer, Tony Lasano with opishows.com. Opi is hippo backwards, O-P-P-I-H shows.com. We're distributed by Ed Silla with Radio Misfits. Great Talk Radio isn't dead. It just moved to a better place, radiomisfits.com. And we'll be back again next week to talk semifinals. And I can't wait uh, with another edition of free kicks. The proceeding was a presentation of Opie Productions. Find our other great shows wherever you find podcasts, including opishows.com. Thank you. This has been a presentation of Opie Productions. Tony, can you shut up? I'm Rick. I'm Dave. And we're the hosts of the Minutia Men podcast. Rick is the former executive producer of two Hall of Fame radio shows. Dave is an out-of-the-box thinker, a guerrilla marketer, and former advertising agency. We've been friends for 40 years. I was the best man at Dave's wedding. Yeah, you were an okay man at best. Was that really necessary? Minutia Men and Opie Show on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network.